It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as Celtic kick off their quest for 10 in a row. Hamilton, the visitors, as Neil Lennon's side look to start as they mean to go on. Rangers attempts to stop that happening. are off to a start with a win at Pataudry. Hibs and St Mirren also celebrating opening day victories. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me in the studio, Gordon DL, Mark Wilson and Hugh Keevans. Do it by the numbers today. On the first day of last season, Celtic started with a seven-goal demolition of St Johnston. They then went on to score 89 goals. For nine in a row That was 25 goals more than Rangers Yesterday Rangers scored one At Aberdeen Today I think Celtic will want to score enough To make a statement of intent Where ten in a row is concerned But Brian Rice doesn't do lambs to the slaughter So Celtic will get what they work for Against the Aggies Yeah an important day for Celtic You know everyone's expecting them Just to turn up and steamroll or Hamilton But uh, you know they have to put the work in Like Hugh says They'll unfurl the flag and set off in what could be a, a momentous year for them. Um, it's going to be difficult. to be twists and turns along the way, but Celtic will be looking to get off to a similar start like they did last year. Yeah, and it's up to the players to handle the situation. Gordon usually coming out that tunnel at four thirty, there'd be sixty thousand people cheering them on. Uh, unfortunately, there'll be about sixty in the stadium if they're lucky. But the players will need to handle that. That's where we are just now. I was at St Man Livingston yesterday. It was strange at the beginning, but all credit to players, they got on with it, and I'm sure Celtic and Hamilton will be the same. So a big season for these players, a big season for Neil Lennon. Let's go straight to Celtic Park and find out who he's picked to kick off the Premiership season. Here's Alison Conroy and Jim Duffy. Good afternoon. Of course, Celtic's bid for a historic 10-in-a-row starts here at home to Hamilton. No fans to share flag day with the team, but Jackie McNamara will unfurl that ninth championship flag in a row before kick-off. Vasilius Barkas has to settle for a place on the Celtic bench after his signing in midweek and there's no place on that bench for striker Lee Griffiths this afternoon. For Hamilton Aggies, Hakim Dolphin goes straight into the starting 11 after his move from Livy on Friday. So for Celtic it will be Scott Bain in goal, a back four of Jeremy Frimpong, Chris Iyer, Chris Julian and Greg Taylor. In front of them Scott Brown and Callum McGregor. Then the three of James Forrest, Ryan Christie, Mohamed Ilianusi with Odson Edward up top. On the bench for Celtic, Barkas, Beaton, Klamala, Soro, Rogic, Cham, Bolingoli, El Hamid and Karamoko. For Hamilton, Ryan Fulton in goal, a back four of Hakim Adolphin, Sean Want, Jamie Hamilton and Scott McMahon. In the midfield at Lewis Smith, Scott Martin, Ross Callahan, and Ronan Hughes. Up top, it'll be Winter and Moyo. On the bench, Gurley, McKenna, Ogpo, Travard, Fjortov, Mimno, Monroe, Smith, and Olabi. Jim Duffy, we look at those two teams for Celtic. Really, no surprise apart from maybe the fact that Barkas is on the bench. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, I know uh, Neil Lennon kind of alluded to the fact that he might, you know, stick with Scott Bain um, just now, but. No disrespect to Hamilton, you would expect Celtic to be on the front foot for 90 minutes and it might be the ideal uh, game to put the goalkeeper in, the new goalkeeper Barkas, because you wouldn't expect him to have too much to do. But uh, he's went with Scott Bain. Um, again, you know, you, you see Celtic's team, it's uh, just so strong, so powerful. But it's a little bit unusual because there's no new signings. And even as strong as Celtic are, and I think it's difficult to, to, to get players to to um, you know, be better than they currently got it's still quite unusual generally speaking you have new signings on board at the start of a season Hamilton have got a few but uh, listen it's, it's all about Celtic and how they want to perform today as, as Gordon said there without the fans without them urging them on 
will the tempo, will the intensity be there? I, I didn't think it was there uh, up at Petodre yesterday watching the yeah. game with Rangers and Aberdeen. Uh, and, and I think it may affect the bigger teams because they're used to playing in front of huge crowds. We were talking about the, the pitch down here. You say no fans in the mm. stadium. I don't think we've ever seen such crowded pitches and that's something <laughs> we'll get used to in warm-up as well with those nine subs for each team. Yeah, I mean, 20-odd players because a couple of them would carry... You know, extra goalkeeping. Uh, you know, for, uh, extra goalkeepers for for doing the warm-ups and all this kind of stuff. So there's probably about, and then with your, with your coaching staff as well, there's probably about 25 of each uh, group there. You know, about 50 people on the pitch. It's, you know, just when you look down, a huge number of players and staff on the pitch. But as I said, that's these are another thing we will get used to. Um, you know, keeping track of all the subs and that might be a, an issue further down the line. But again, from Celtic's point of view, the bench is so strong, so powerful, uh, you know, and, and, you know, Hamilton, as I said, I've got that blend where they're still trying to develop some young players, uh, you know, the, the likes of Hamilton and Scott McMahon and Lewis Smith, you know, guys like that, you know, that's what Hamilton have to do, is try and keep finding these young, talented players and maybe sell one on every now and again to, to, to keep their income stream going, and uh, as I said, they've been one of the best in the country doing that over recent years. It is the start of a historic season for Celtic. It's difficult to know or what to expect from teams at the start of the season, but will they want to kind of throw down a marker straight away? You know, Gordon mentioned earlier that that's emphatic win on the opening day last season. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say what Celtic's strongest side is, you know, with the players that are on the bench and not even available. But this is a very, very strong side. It's got to be as close to Celtic's top side. And I think that is a statement of intent from Neil Lennon. I think he's thinking, I'm not here just to give boys a game, to, to utilise the squad. I'm putting a team out who are good enough and have the desire to go and win this game and win it comprehensively. Uh, you know, Hamilton made it very, very difficult the last time at the Celtic Park. Celtic out Scott Brown, I think it was scored in the, 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 the nine seconds after and a late, late equaliser from Hamilton, maybe just lost concentration. So it shows you that if they're not up for it, Hamilton will make it difficult. But Celtic, in my opinion, have got far too much quality uh, not to win this game. So that is the teams out on the pitch warming up. Gordon Noel Barkas for Celtic. He's on the bench for this one. So 2011, where this all started, 24th of July, 251 league wins since getting Celtic to this point, of course, with the team captained by Mark Wilson on that day, but we'll skip over that, he doesn't like to talk about it. Uh, Hugh Keevans, that's that's the length of, of the run, and it's incredible to think you go all the way back, Celtic winning every title since, building up to this one, and um, that carries its own pressure. This season is unlike any other, utterly unique, because... 10 in a row is at stake And that's why I say I think Celtic will want to make a statement of intent today However They have had it difficult against Hamilton Ackies in the past We know as Jim Duffy mentioned About the Scott Brown late late winner Last season We also remember that Hamilton Ackies went to Ibrox last season And beat Rangers 1-0 We also remember a day when Ali Crawford Scored the goal that beat Celtic At Celtic Park When Virgil van Dijk No less was in central defence with Jason Denier, who was the young player of the year that season. So, miracles do happen, but today, it's all about your ability against their ability. The fans aren't there, they can't influence anything, and in terms of squads, Celtic's squad dwarves that of Hamilton Hughes Hugh's right, Gordon, these things can happen. He's told us the story of the near misses, 
In the past glories But the reality as it stands Is that Celtic have won the last 12 head-to-heads In this fixture It's at Celtic Park as well There's not really any conceivable excuse For not getting the job done on flag day Yeah and before the shutdown I was at Celtic Park when they beat St Man 5-0 And it could have been anything And most of that team are back out in the field this afternoon I think the only hope that Hamilton have got Is the fact that With no crowd there What sort of pace Jim mentioned about uh, Aberdeen Rangers game The pace of the game I was at St Mirren Livingston It's not exactly the same Because the atmosphere's not there The crowd's not there The pace is a bit slower Gordon And I'm sure Hamilton Ackes will be hoping to That happens for them to this afternoon uh, But you'd imagine with Rangers Putting a good performance in the Pittori Picking up a good three points That Neil Lennon will say Look we have to put down a marker here And go out and win this convincingly yeah, tempo's key. That's yeah. without a doubt. If there's one thing that Neil Lennon excels at, it's motivating his players. And he, he alluded to that midweek where he says, we've, I think his term was, we were softly, softly with the players through pre-season and we're going to whip them up mentally. Neil's very, very good at that. And today, he'll need all of that experience in the dressing room to, to whip his own atmosphere up, if you like, for the players going out to that empty stadium and to keep that tempo high. Uh, the guys are right. Celtic do need to keep that, uh, you know, that enthusiasm up for the full ninety minutes, and they'll be wanting a, a similar game that they got last year in the opening game of the season, where they went and they blew St. Johnson away. Um, Hamilton and waiting to work for it, but it's um, Celtic have certainly, for me, got the strongest team out there, probably minus the goalkeeper but they've got their strongest outfield team out there it'll be a tough tough day for Hamlin uh, Jim, time for me to state the obvious you can lose your opening game, you can fail to win your opening game and still go on to have a good season but but given where we're at these days with the way pressure is with the way that scrutiny has just seems to increase year on year, how important is it for Celtic to get the campaign off to a good start? Yeah, well, even at the very first game of the season, because the games are staggered and obviously Rangers playing yesterday and winning, you mean straight away, um, you know, there's there's an element uh, that uh, you know fans will, will look at and like, you know we've won the game, you need to back up, you need to win. So listen, that that's going to be like that the whole season, um, Gordon. There's no doubt and, until if if, if <laughs> one team gets a, gets a, a gap, enough of a gap, but certainly in the, in the initial part of the season, it'll, it'll all be about. You know, just following each other's rarely to be rarely that often they play at the same time. Even if they're playing the same day, one will usually play earlier than the other one. Uh, and it's all about you know just trying to match up and and keep that uh, you know keep that level of consistency up for as long as you possibly can. That's what let Rangers down. I mean, Rangers have, have shown that coming to Celtic Park and winning and you know the, the the first half of the season they've had in the last couple of seasons, but they haven't been consistent enough over the full duration. And Celtic have, but. Uh, I mean, Mark and Gordon, I'll tell you as well, the, the thing that you know, I, I will find interesting is no matter how much a manager will say to you, when you play closed doors games, there is a level where, you know, the, as much as you're a manager and you can, come on, we need to play, we need to do this, we need to do that, we need to get the tempo up, don't be sloppy, don't be slack, don't, it just kind of creeps in sometimes, you know, even if you don't want it. So, you know, that for me will be, will be a real test for Celtic because... As Mark had said, uh, yeah, at the start of last season, you had 60,000 at the opening uh, ceremony when they were unfurling the flag. Today, it'll be it'll be quite surreal 
unfurling the flag. Um, great to see Jackie doing it, Jackie McNamara. Um, but, you know, with, with no crowd and no, no atmosphere, it will really be interesting. And I think the Hamilton players have got to be happy with that. Of course, when you run out here and you hear you'll never walk alone and all the Celtic songs and all the bits and pieces, then if you've not experienced that too much, it can intimidate you. Well, that won't be the case today. Uh, you've got 15 minutes to get your score predictions in You can tweet us at Clyde SSB Tell us how you see it going today Celtic against Hamilton Ackies It's flag day with a difference Clearly no fans in as we experienced yesterday as well It will take a bit of getting used to uh, But hopefully enough to discuss on the pitch Let's take a closer look at these starting 11s Jim, great continuity for Celtic As you mentioned, there's always that excitement About turning up on, on the first day Or watching on the first day of a new season Seeing some of the new signings make their debut but at the same time, if there's ever a side who doesn't need to add much, it's the team who's won the last nine titles. Yeah, I mean, I say it's a, it's a difficult one. Obviously, they have added the goalkeeper. Uh, we understand that. But, uh, you know, I think sometimes Celtic will look and, you know, if, unless someone left, you know, a star player left, how, how do you fit them in? Uh, and, you know, and where do you fit them in? Even the likes of Encham, who's an outstanding player, is, is on the bench. You know, and as I said, you know, you could get right through, you know, three or four uh, at least. Um, players that you would normally get into any, just about any side but Celtic yeah, very very strong you know they've got great balance about their team uh, you know stretch the game really well have goals from the midfield have goals I mean Edward up front has just been absolutely extraordinary really since he came into the team he's just he's just been an absolute exception, uh, exceptional player uh, took, took the responsibility when, when uh, Dembele left and he's just grown and grown into you know, really the complete centre forward now. Not just his goal scoring, but his link up playing. When he and when he went from a, a central, uh, sorry, a lone striker to a partnership with with Lee Griffiths. Even then, he just dropped off into little pockets. His intelligence is terrific. So yeah, Celtic very very strong uh, in all departments, Gordon. And it'll be as I said. Yeah, I'm sure they probably will add somewhere along the line. But whoever they sign, will find it very very difficult uh, to get into the starting lineup. And is it the obvious contenders for you know the key men this season? You mentioned Edward. He was ably supported by Christie, Forrest, McGregor and the likes last season. And you can't really dissect a Celtic team without talking about the captain, Scott Brown. His 14th season, 21 trophies to his name as a Celtic player. Yeah, I mean, I've said this many, many times. You know, for me, he was a player of the year last year. Even the header likes Edward and that because these are, listen, these guys catch the eye. But it's his influence. It's his drive, his desire, his, his, you know, his quality as a player, but it's what he, he knows what it's all about to when he's a serial winner. And, you know, you say 21 trophies, you know, I mean, I think uh, James Forrest as well, you know, I mean, they're just that used to winning. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think he's just, he, again, you could you could look at today's game and think, oh, I could play. I could leave Scott out today and maybe give him, you know, just a wee bit of, not a breather, but just, just a, you know, a, allow other players to play. But no, he's the guy because he knows, Neil Lennon knows that when it's a, a quiet day, if you want to call it in terms of lack of atmosphere, he's going to be backing his players on that pitch to make sure that they go about their jobs 100% professionally. And I think we all know, Jim, always a young Hamilton Aki side, brilliant on one hand at promoting academy graduates, but an average age of 22 uh, going to Celtic Park today, not clearly anywhere near uh, the experience of their rivals this afternoon. How big a task facing guys uh, like Jamie Hamilton, Lewis Smith, Sean Warren, Andrew Winter, uh, lots of, of young academy graduates in there. 
yeah, well, as I said, I think they've been one of the best clubs in the country, you know, over the last, I don't know, maybe since, since the days of James McCarthy and James McArthur, about, about finding young players, promoting young players into the first team, giving them a football and education, and then getting them into the first team, and then allowing them to move on. And that, that's great. That's been great business for them. And again, they'll look at this crop of young players they've got, and if they can move one or two of them into a higher level and, 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 and capitalise on a, and a good fee for them, that's exactly what Hamilton do. And in, in between times, Gordon, they've stayed in the Premier League. So, you know, the, 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 I, I just can't praise Hamilton uh, highly enough for what they've done under Martin Cannon initially and now, and now Brian Rice. And I, and I just think they're a terrific example to a small club who do things properly behind the scenes. But today, I think, will definitely help those young players. If one of those young players had makes a mistake early on and 60,000 people were right after them, they may freeze, they may get near there. That might just overwhelm them. But that won't happen today. So if they make a mistake, the manager can say, hey, listen, calm down, relax, get on the ball again, make another pass. There won't be that same fear uh, uh, because, you know, the, because of the lack of uh, crowd. So it might be, it might be, well, <laughs> obviously wait and see how Celtic, uh, you know, approach the game, but it might be the ideal game to get them playing against this level of opposition, but without... You know, the huge spotlight that 60,000 fans brings on you. Yeah, 10 minutes to kick off between Celtic and Hamilton. Keep your score predictions coming at Clyde SSB. It is flag day and the flag will be unfurled next. Action as it happens. And your reaction from five on the open line. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. It's flag day at Celtic Park as Celtic prepare to face Hamilton Ackies in the east end of Glasgow. A hugely significant season and it starts here Today for Neil Lennon's side The flag is yet to be unfurled I don't think they've quite got round to the ceremony yet Alison Conroy No, still waiting for it to get underway The players are just starting to emerge from the tunnel So we're expecting it to in a few minutes time uh, Okay, let's hear from both managers then Ahead of that, Neil Lennon first up You don't know until you play there I didn't see any signs of it at the weekend You know, when we, we played against Ross County and, and Hibs So um, they may they may take look at that as an advantage But I don't see it that way We've still got to play our team what I expect from Hamilton is, is good energy, you know, well drilled, well organised and um, well coached. And you know, they gave us, you know, a couple of really tough games last season. We only won we won away one 0 and we, we scored late at Celtic Park, you know, so you know, we're under no illusions that, you know, they will come and may try and catch us cold. So we have to be we have to be right on it. And we have to gonna be right on it for every game. And the man who's looking to spoil the party today, Hamilton Aki's boss Brian Rice. Is that a joke question? <laughs> but it's not the test. We're playing Celtic. They've won the championship. It's the first game at home in the season where they're going for ten in a row. We know Celtic will be flying, they'll be at it. You know, so we need to be ready. It never changes when you go to the old for them. As long as you're no beat before you get there in your head, that gives us a wee chance. You know? Nobody expects us anything of us. Apart from me. You know, why not? You know, if you go there, think you're going to get beat, uh, we've got to get run over the top of you may as well no go. So we've got to go with a game plan, stick to the game plan and see what happens. You just never know in football. You never know. Hamilton Aki's players out on the field. Looks like they're going to form a guard of honour for Celtic as they enter the field of play this afternoon, Alison. Yep, the Hamilton Aki's players are out and they've lined up. Neil Lennon and the, the coaching staff are all out as well. So waiting for Scott Brown to lead the Celtic team out for this potentially historic season as they chase that 10 in a row. Jim Duffy, it'll be a very strange one. They've got this guard of honour. It is flag day. Yeah. 
there's nobody here. Yeah, I know. I mean, it is surreal, but obviously, um, you know, again, um, you know, Celtic team coming out now um, to obviously, uh, you know, get, get the, the proceedings underway. Um, you know, You'll Never Walk Alone was, was coming out. It's probably one of the most played songs during lockdown for a, a variety of reasons. Um, but it's still very strange to have it just playing with, uh, with no fans uh, joining in. But uh, yeah, Hamilton doing a bit, um, you know, giving Celtic uh, a lot of respect. Uh, Brian Rice saying there, yeah, we'll do that, but he's got a game plan and he'll be hoping that uh, that's as, as much respect he gives Celtic in, uh, for the 90 minutes to come. The Celtic players are lining round the centre circle as they await the championship trophy to be brought out onto the pitch. The ninth time in a row, Jim Duffy, that has been carried out the tunnel at the start of a new season and they're all waiting I think it's Jackie McNamara who will bring this one in fact Scott Brown is bringing out the trophy on to the middle of the pitch applauded by the Hamilton players the Celtic players and the few that are in the stand all the Celtic directors in Hamilton as well as you can imagine are here for this game yeah well as Scott Brown bringing it out it's not the first time he's brought it out uh, Celtic fans at home it's not the last time they'll be wanting one, at least one more but uh, you know listen he's been an inspirational captain uh, and again, even for him, you know, with all the games he's played for Celtic and all the trophies he's won, the success he's had, it will still be like everyone else today. Unbelievably strange for him to go out there and not have the, the rapturous applause that normally surrounds a situation. But Celtic, as I said, uh, you know, again, just waiting on Jackie coming out, I think, to, to um, con- conclude proceedings before the game starts. Yep. Yeah, the flag is going to be unfurled. Um, the countdown is happening. Now, there may be no fans in the stadium. There's very few here, but they still have the flames coming up as they do at the start of every season as they mark this flag day. Fireworks as well, Jim Duffy. They're celebrating it in the usual way. That hasn't changed for Celtic. There may be no fans. They can watch it on the television. They have their virtual season tickets. Yeah, I mean, again, they'll have the, the, the countdown from nine there, obviously, to, to acknowledge nine in a row. I said they'll be hoping it's 10 next year but uh, obviously Rangers will have a part to play in that and they'll be hoping it's not and today Hamilton will be looking to do themselves justice to make it as uncomfortable a day for Celtic as you possibly can but yeah I mean again you know the fireworks you know the pyrotechnics they're still out there they're still trying to do everything they possibly can to make it an occasion obviously the football aside you know that's the most important thing now as I say the, the players have had their um, you know the little get together the couple of games that Neil Lennon spoke about against Ross County Hibs etc trying to get used to playing in front of uh, you know the you know without any fans at a, a stadium as vast as Celtic Park the smaller teams it's not so much a bigger problem um, you know Hamilton mm-hmm. you know no, again you know, Hamilton will play some games where there's only maybe a thousand fifteen hundred people there but for Celtic it's unheard of to play in an empty stadium as Willie Cullen brings the match ball out to the centre circle to get things underway I'll recap the teams for Celtic Scott Bain in goal a back four of Jeremy Frimpong Chris Iyer Chris Julian and Greg Taylor it'll be Scott Brown and Callum McGregor sitting with the three of James Forrest Ryan Christie and Mohamed Ilianusi Odson Edward up top for Hamilton Aki's Ryan Fulton in goal a back four of Haki Nadolphin Sean Wants Jamie Hamilton and Scott McMahon in the midfield Lewis Smith Scott Martin Ross Callahan and Ronan Hughes up top Andy Winter and David Moyo. Jim Duffy, 
spoke to Scott Brown on Friday, he said he was going back to the traditional huddle, none of this socially distanced because he doesn't want us hearing what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, it's, listen, they've been in a bubble, they're quite entitled to go to yep. the huddle, but I must admit, I feel privileged and honoured to be here today, Alison, you know, there's only a few people about, mm-hmm. there's 60,000 Celtic fans who would love to be here, who deserve to be here, uh, and we are lucky to be here, um, and again, you'll have the Hamilton fans as well, even though there's usually only a couple of hundred of them in the corner, and I think the players are going to take the knee again, aren't they, for the, you know, show racing my red card and obviously the, the Black Life uh, Matter campaign. Yep, they are going to take the knee, Jim Duffy, and something you're very much in support of, heavily involved mm. in Stuart's racism, the red card as well. Yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, they should be, you know, <laughs> as much um, diversity and, uh, you know, as we can possibly get in football. But, uh, you know, for the players to go and do that now, just keep sending out a message, a positive message that everyone's in it together. You look at the, the, the team, both teams today, it's a multicultural uh, set of players here, and we have to appreciate we're a multicultural society. And, uh, you know, hopefully... Uh, you know, we don't need to keep doing this forever. It is flag day and it's Odson Edward who's kicked Celtic off as they potentially chase that historic 10 in a row. After the action, it's your reaction. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL and Jim Duffy, you're spoiled for choice. Come on, let them know what you made of today's game. And uh, we'll take it up to 7 o'clock Not here for long But back tomorrow night at 6 as always To have your say on the open line What's going on this weekend? Quite a lot Celtic winning today Comfortable 5-1 victory Against Hamilton Aki So let's not hang about Let's go straight to the lines Speak to Felix in Cumbernauld What did you make of it today Felix? Oh I thought we were absolutely excellent today Start to finish Especially probably Probably the best point would have been The first 20 minutes to the second half I thought a uh, Frimpong Man of the match Definitely I know, know Edward Got his hat-trick today I, I think Neil Lennon Should have sent uh, Edward up to the Kerrydale suite For the last half hour For a wee curry And a pint rather than Keeping him on the park After all his good work But uh, Absolute brilliant today Definitely Jim Duffy Felix is a A, a hard taskmaster Overlooking uh, Odson Edward For man of the match When he's taking The, the sign ball home Who stood out for you Apart from the obvious yeah, I mean, Edward would be my man in a match. Not just the fact that he's his hat trick. I, I mean, I, I can't remember a ball coming off him. You know, and, and as a striker, when you're a midfield player or the, and you're and you're putting balls in, and you can just trust players like that. I mean, as I said before, he's against two very young centre backs. I totally get that, as I said. But you know, and, and, and yeah, of course, towards a lot of part of the game, Celtic just controlled the game, kept the ball. But for me, for me, I mean, he is just real class. I'm amazed that none of the, the English teams have come in for him because, you know, you see so many players go down there going for exorbitant amounts of money. Uh, but Celtic will be delighted. As Hugh said, you know, there's absolutely no way they want him to leave him, particularly this season. Frimpong is an exceptional young player as well. Yeah, I mean, he's dynamic, he's quick, he, you know, he's, he's got great energy up and down the pitch. Taylor was immense uh, in the left-hand side. So Celtic had a lot of good performances today. But uh, for me, Edward was a, was a pick of the bunch, and uh, as I said, uh, you know the young the young defenders, as I said, got a real football and education. But that will help them, you know, as as they as they go on with their careers. Um, talking about fullbacks, Felix, you liked Frimpong because he was man of the match. Greg Taylor, of course, on the other side, getting two assists as well. So you must be pleased with what was being offered from those areas. Uh, definitely, I, I thought they're uh, both brilliant today. Another thing I found about the match, I thought uh, Kamala took his goal like, very well, so that'll uh, keep Griffiths on his toes. I, I think Griffiths really needs to step up this year, get his act together, because th- there's going to be people challenging for, for his place this year as well. 
remake of that Jim Duffy I mean, it, it was too long to get a real handle on On what Klamala can do But that's even more impressive then That he managed to squeeze in a goal in that time yeah, it was a brilliant goal. I mean, it was a great pass. I'm not sure if it was El Hamad that passed a little bit. I mean, he made a great run. He's seen a bend down the side. Obviously, the, the Hamilton defence a little bit square, a little bit tired at that time. Really just wanted to find a whistle. But he made a great diagonal run. And then he didn't even think about it. He just swivelled and hit it early. And I think that's what caught the keeper out. Because he was just ready to set himself. And before you know it, the ball was in the far far corner. And, and Gordon will tell you, you don't need to always hit them, you know, 100%, you know, take the leather off the ball. You get them in the corners and goalkeepers can't do anything about it. It was an absolutely terrific goal and a great way to finish the game. And, uh, you know, again, he's, he's right. He's, you know, it, it means it's competition for places. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, there was talk about Tony coming and Celtic off on whether that's true or not. I don't know, four and a half, five million. Paddy Fry saying, "Oh, you, you know, stop piddling about. Get, get, uh, get that a proper offer in." But you know, Clamalla is actually saying, he, "Neil Lennon, listen, I'm a good option. We know Edwards, a number one striker. But if you want to rest him, if you want to change the game, I can score goals." And he, he certainly done his, he, he done his, uh, himself no harm at all today with that, that late goal. Clearly, a very impressive performance from Odson Edward Felix. With that, does that bring its own? Nervousness between now and October because our transfer window is open even longer this season. Oh, I, I honestly hope nobody, nobody at all comes in for Edward. He's, he's going to be a big player this season as he's been the last two seasons, and I, I think he'll get top goal scorer. I think he'll score an absolute ton of goals. Another, another thought for the day as well. We've got Edward, we've got Griffiths, we've got Clamalla. Uh, one front we've been uh, very quiet on is a uh, Bio. I think this might be the door for him. I don't think it's been mentioned at all pre-season this season. I think that's pretty much it for him. Yeah, I mean, suggestions, Felix, that he could be on his way to St Mirren as part of a loan deal. I think there is interest from other clubs as well. It's going to be quite hard to keep Odds and Edward a secret when you're one of the only leagues in Europe that's on Hugh Evans <laughs> yeah. and it's plastered across satellite television. Uh, and by the way, it wouldn't have been a secret anyway, but you get my point. If it comes to push to shove... Uh, and Celtic For the sake of conversation I'm not saying this is what Celtic value him at But for the sake of conversation If Celtic were offered 30 million For odds and Edward They'd have a decision to make Because 10 in a row Is the holy grail As the supporters all call it But Celtic have lost millions That would compensate And money there for New Lennon to spend On getting somebody in But Edward is now At such a peak in his career uh, Celtic would have a big decision to make We like to keep all our best players here It doesn't really matter what the club is So let's not sell them off just yet Mark But it's obviously it's just a compliment It's just what comes with the territory you, you look at the English Premier League Like I say They don't have anything to focus on at the moment All of those clubs Every chief scout in the English Premier League Probably watched that game today yeah. And they are Having watched English Premier League over the last few months There are a serious number of sides In that division that could be doing with someone Like Watson Edwards Yeah, I mean they would have been on his radar anyway um, Just his attributes You know, you look at what he's got uh, I mean it's hard to see him not fitting into most teams In that English Premier League And I think when English teams see the success That other players have had Leaving Celtic and going down to the English Premier League They'll look at Edward and think, well, why not? And he's doing it at an international level as well. It's up to Celtic to persuade him to stay. And he's, his head looks to be in a good place just now. Looks to be enjoying it, and that's the that's the important thing. It's a case. It's a case of when he'll leave Gordon, and I'm sure Neil Lennon and every Celtic fan are, is hoping it's maybe next season. Uh, because you're right. Uh, everyone 
We'll be watching him Because he's a fantastic talent And that's what happens When you're successful You're playing well You're scoring goals His game's improved Unbelievable From his link up play He's a, he's a complete Centre forward And Teams Are desperate To get guys like that Into their team And scoring goals as well so of course he's got to come up in the radar it's, But Celtic will be hoping That they can just hold on to him for an hour It's the battle between emotion And economics The emotional issue is 10 in a row It's what all the supporters want Peter Lawwell is perfectly well aware That's what all of the supporters want The economics Peter Lawwell also knows how many millions Celtic have lost And if they don't qualify for the Champions League That'll be a major blow to them And sometimes clubs compensate for that major blow By selling their prized asset Do you think it's particularly important Felix To kick off the season with a really confident display A really emphatic result And you always hear these buzz phrases You know about laying down markers and all the rest of it But how important was that for Celtic today? Uh, definitely That was the phrase I was just about to use there uh, Laying down the marker. Uh, I, I think it's definitely important Celtic off off to a strong start, keep it up. And uh, if any transfer bids do come in for Edward, I hope we do exactly what SFA Dunway Dundee's what was the email. <laughs> get, get it as far away as we can because we because we really need Edward to kick on Europe cups league. He's, he's definitely Celtic's most prized asset. Thank you very much That was Felix 01419511025 Still time to get your call in What did you make of the game This afternoon Who stood out for you What about laying down a marker What about impressive performances um, It's a bit more difficult To look for areas For improvement After a, a, an emphatic win But I'm sure some of you Would manage that as well Get your call in uh, Or you can tweet us as well We're on Twitter At Clyde SSB uh, And there's lots coming in there as well As you would expect Lots of reaction to that win For Celtic RFK is on uh, he says Brilliant Tantalising football Sublime finishing McGregor ran the show So many other performances Delighted for Klamala And Eddie Different class A marker's been laid down We're on the road for 10 uh, Says RFK There's nothing new Gordon Because it's It's the same Successful Blueprint for, for Celtic That we've seen For a couple of seasons And, and he, he He picks someone out there You know Callum McGregor for instance Edward gets a hat-trick Frimpong scores Taylor gets two assists So you're, you're not really going to mention Callum McGregor But he's so, so important to what Celtic do What I noticed, Gordon uh, When we were watching the, the coverage coming in The stats come up with McGregor And he was first in every department nearly And you're right Everybody focuses on the goal scorers Everybody focuses on the, you know Today with Greg Taylor His quality balls in from the left Frimpong was brilliant but McGregor, when you watch, he just controls the middle of the park and he never gives the ball away. He keeps he keeps it going, he keeps it flowing. He's a top, top player, McGregor, and it showed today again. Jim Duffy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's another one of those ones. That is, I, mean, I know he had that spell on loan, you know, was it not County many, many years ago, but is he going to be a one-club man in terms of, you know, permanent? Because, again, he's he's, an, he's a player... If, if Listen, if some of the, 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 the English clubs are not looking at McGregor, not looking at Edward, they're lazy. You know, or they or have got blindfolds on, because you know, we, we, you know, people are always going about Scottish football, and you mentioned Gordon. I mean, there's been players that have left, not just Celtic, but other, you know, other other clubs up here, and have done very, very well doing there. So I think we sometimes do our own game of disservice. But you've still got to look at the quality of players, uh, and and. Callum McGregor can play anywhere. Absolutely can go in and play at any any level. Um, you know, if it was down south, but he is again 
we mentioned in Cham, he is such an important player um, for Celtic. He just, he just, you know, controls the game very composed, very aware, great game awareness and appreciation of the game. Celtic is just good, real, real quality. Listen, we need to put things in perspective. Hamilton are a very young side, a very inexperienced side at this level. And, and as Hugh said, I mean, really, the gulf between the two clubs is absolutely astronomical. So we've got to put things in perspective. But from a Celtic point of view today, they were very good. But they were against a very inexperienced Hamilton team. At Andrews Ian 2015, his on Twitter, he says, if we keep Edward, we stroll to 10. If he goes... There might be a challenge That's that's the way he sees it As I say That's the, the battle uh, Confronting Peter Lawwell Emotion v economics This is a very emotional issue For the Celtic supporters Ten in a row The rewriting of history uh, The bragging rights Possibly for all time uh, Versus economics uh, Peter Lawwell has a duty To look after Celtic financially 01419511025 Robertson Scotston We're going to speak to him next the games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Neil Lennon's been speaking after the game. It's going to be a race against time for us to bring it to you on air before we disappear, but we'll try our best. What I can tell you is that he has told Alison Conroy that he needs two or three more Jim Duffy in terms of signings. I don't, I don't know where, I have to be honest with you. I, I look at it, you know, they've got I mean, El Hamad coming back today. I mean, they've got two outstanding full-backs on the right side. I know Hugh and that was saying maybe centre-backs, Beaton can play in there, El Hamad can play in there. He may need another one in if you really want, because there will probably be games where they will play, the three at the back. Um, so, yeah, maybe maybe that area. But And, and Gordon is saying there, maybe they're looking up front again if... if, if uh, Bio is going to move out and he wants to get another striker in but certainly in terms of the personnel he already has and I look at his bench and I look at who's even not on the bench today so, so strong, so powerful and so many options right throughout the pitch Let's speak to Robert and Scottston Hi Robert Hi Gordon, how you doing mate? I hope you're all safe there in the studio All good, same to you, how's things? I'm very well and I must admit I enjoyed that quiz between the mushroom and the big daz Oh, the lockdown quiz. Mm-hmm. Oh, the what? lockdown quiz. It was great. Should we bring it back, Robert? Oh, definitely, because I beat Daz, but didn't he beat the mushroom? <laughs> ah, there's le- the, the levels to this game, Robert. That's why. Well, I think we'll bring it back. You've convinced me. We'll look. We'll look at it in a couple of weeks. Great stuff. Good man. Right. My point was tonight that Big Eddie, what a player. What do you think he's worth? And is he worth double what Morelos is worth? Uh, Robert, I assume you're a Celtic fan, yes. I certainly well, am This is good because I've just checked Twitter And as usual it's Ah listen to them at Super scoreboard Desperate to sell or Desperate to sell Edward It's not It's not I want them to sign another five year contract <laughs> It's not necessarily us that, that bring it up Hugh People might yeah. convince themselves It's wishful thinking He's just very good at what he does And that's yeah, that's, that's where we're at That's what happens Transfers are part and parcel of the game of football Celtic buy players from other people and uh, the the people they buy from Their supporters might not want to lose that player to Celtic But that's the nature of the business To give uh, Robert an answer to his question uh, If Kieran Tierney goes for £25 million pounds, um, And he is a great fullback And many congratulations to him on being an FA Cup winner now But goal scorers are worth their weight in gold Therefore, by a simple rule of thumb I would say that if Celtic uh, could do it They would be asking Around 30 million For Edward right now 
What did Dembele go for? You know, 20. 20. Well, yeah, that, I think it's more than that. Yeah, Hugh, you're right. You look at Kieran Tierney, English teams coming in. Uh, now, especially how these guys have, have uh, or what they've achieved in England as well. Uh, Hugh's right. Goal scorers and the ages are just perfect. It's got to be round about that mark if Celtic were asking or, or looking to sell them, which of course it won't be. But um, that's what it will take to prize them away, I'd, I'd reckon. Robert? Yeah, I'm just thinking about Dumbelli. They only paid five hundred thousand to Fulham, sold them for twenty million. They paid nine million for Eddie, mm-hmm. so he's got he's got a bit treble quadruple forty million. Well, now uh, we're talking oh, huge money. Yeah. Let's let's also remember Dumbelli's was. A bit of a loophole with the sort of cross-border compensation. Dembele wasn't a five hundred thousand pound player. Celtic maybe paid that mm-hmm. for him, um, but you know that that was just circumstances. I, I think it's a horrific situation for Celtic to find themselves in because, as I say, economics, emotion. They've lost millions. Uh, they have a Champions League to go for. Um, I mean, they're not on the breadline though, Hugh. I mean, yeah. no, ha- how can having odds on Edward be a horrific? How can it be a horrific <laughs> situation? It's a brilliant situation because of ten in a row. Because if they sell Edward and don't win 10 in a row, Peter Lawwell will be blamed for selling Edward. It will come down mm. to that issue. Yeah. I, I take Hugh's point, Jim, but I can think of quite a few managers who, who wouldn't mind the headache of being able to pick him just now. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's an exceptional talent, but, you know, again, we saw with Dembele's situation where he, he then forced the move. You know, Celtic didn't want to sell him, especially in the, the, the latter stages of the, the transfer window. And Edward looks at, you know, that chilled and that laid back, he's almost horizontal. You know, so he might he might have a different personality. He might have loved being at Celtic. He, want, he maybe want to finish the season at Celtic and get the 10 in a row and then say, right, OK, then I'll look at my options. But if the player himself... Um, decided that he wanted to, to capitalise, if you want to call it, and, the, and uh, you know that his interest in him. Then sometimes that can force the hand of the club. But you know, he, he certainly he, he seems to be a quieter guy. He certainly seems to be loving his football at Celtic, and he he, he doesn't give me the impression he's a guy in a hurry to move. So unless somebody really throws a real ton of money at it, I, I think he'll be at Celtic for this season, uh, and then still more than young enough um, to move to the the, the, the another level if he, if he decides to do that next year. So many unanswered questions about the impact of of lockdown and the season being curtailed. You're always looking at can guys pick up where they left off, or can guys improve from from what they did last season? It, the season end came at a, a bad time for Edward because he was doing such great things. How comforting will it be for Neil Lennon Gordon to see that he's He's picked up where he left off A yeah. hat-trick in the opening day I'll be comforted I don't think it'll be surprising um, And as a as a striker Every striker will tell you When the new season comes First uh, game of the new season You try and get your first goal Get yourself going uh, Very fortunate for Celtic And uh, for Edward today He get three um, And he's, he's not short of confidence He knows he's a fantastic player He knows he's got good players round about him It's going to create chances for him Every single game So he'll keep banging the goals And he's a massive player for them And uh, I'm sure I'm like Jim I, I watch him He, he seems happy uh, playing his football That's the most important thing And he will eventually move But as I said I'm sure every Celtic fan and Neil Lennon want him to stay for this season Let's hear from Neil Lennon then He's been speaking after his side's 5-1 win against Hamilton In the east end of Glasgow Here's what he had to say It's a brilliant start And uh, you know I was more pleased with the second half Wasn't There was a lot of things we needed to iron out First half a little bit passive 
and lack of intensity in our play with the ball. And then second half um, got a brilliant response and the real powerful performance second half. And you know to score five goals after such a lengthy layoff, it speaks volumes for uh, the players' mentality and, and their quality. You know, and their will to win. So absolutely thrilled with that. More so than any other season, have the players got a, a bit of learning to do as they go as well, because they're getting used to different surroundings. Absolutely, it's totally different. You know, all different protocols set in place, and obviously a lack of atmosphere. And sometimes you have to generate that yourself. But um, yeah, and they've got to work through it. You know, they've been out for four months, and you need your match rhythm, and you know, just get into the, that routine of training and playing again. You know, I, fe- I felt we were a little bit undercooked going into the start because probably hadn't had enough games which is through nobody's fault but they've, they've worked through it really well today and you know to prefer to Hamilton in the first half they give us a lot of problems uh, Outdoor windy press conferences the new normal Hugh that's what they call it uh, what did you make of what Neil Lennon had to say? Yeah he's spot on the money uh, you know they, they, they were going into it slightly undercooked hadn't had a great deal of games but uh, he's right about you have to generate your own atmosphere you have to be uh, intense and focused And all the other buzzwords uh, And they did not do that all the time And then second half They did it all the time uh, So the, the general impression has to be Celtic five goals in the opening day of the season Picking up where they left off They scored five on the last game that they played uh, And they go top of the league I know there are 37 games to go But I'm sure that Neil Lennon's game plan Was to go top of the league day one And stay there until day 38 How important are the, the attacking players Robert and Scottson? Um I think it's a bit too early in the season To start mentioning goal difference But Celtic scored a lot of goals last season And it really um, It told if you look at the table uh, Before the season was curtailed you know Rangers conceded the same amount but, but Celtic scored a lot more Robert, how important are those attacking players? I think it's important when you think that they end up winning by 25 goals. But can I just ask Daz a question? We haven't been a big Manchester City legend. Oh, go on, Robert. And, and Daz, we, 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 yeah. we, we silver leaving and, and Aguero coming to the end. Will you be phoning Pep to say, sign Edward? Um, I'd be delighted. I think uh, all talented Scottish <laughs> centre forwards end up at City at one point. He's not Scottish, remember? Yeah, but played with Scotland. Right. In Scotland, he was Celtic. Uh, yeah, I think... Uh, Pep will be obviously looking at Edward, but it's more of a what, is it not more of a WhatsApp relationship you've got with Pep? You don't tend to phone; it's more of just fire yeah, well, well, message. Yeah, we we'll be message here and there, but um, as I say, there'll be plenty of clubs looking at him because we've all touched on. And Jim's right; if you're not looking at Edward, you're not doing your job properly because he has a fantastic talent. And as you would expect, Neil Lennon was asked about Odson Edward and, and his future and all the rest of it. Here's what he had to say after the game today. It's his volume of goals that's really pleasing me, you know, and um, they were strikers' goals today. I normally associate Odson with brilliant individual goals, but, you know, there were a few tap-ins and near post run. So, yeah, absolutely thrilled and I'm sure he's happy. But we are, as a team, you know, looking to improve now and, and build on what we started with. You don't want any much extra attention on him before the end of the transfer window? Can't help it, you know, it's just inevitable. And um, um, But we'll try and... Steve off any admirers I'm sure there's plenty out there but we love having him here and he's enjoying being here The one I'd like to hear from is Peter Lovell uh, because ultimately it's his call uh, and there's the battle going on 10 in a row is all that matters all that matters to the Celtic support Champions League doesn't matter to them uh, quadruple treble doesn't matter to them 
the only thing that matters is 10 in a row and they believe that with Edward they get it and they're not sure that without Edward they still get it Don't get me wrong Jim I'm not expecting Neil Lennon to, to break down and, and tremble about the prospect of, of losing him but he sounds pretty calm about it he sounds like he, he knows all too well there's not a great deal Celtic can do at this moment in time well, if you if you know your players as well, and you know their personalities, you know that that's part of that's that's your man your management. You know you get to know you the type of players, and if he 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 would sussed if he's a type of player that maybe was keen to move or was you know was wrapping his door and saying look what's happening here or his agent would be on. But if he if he knows the player and and, and believes that he's happy enjoying his football, scoring goals, I mean we know there's no fans in today, but he's a huge fans favourite. Um, then you know, as I say, he might just feel a little bit more relaxed. But and he also knows that Celtic, yeah, Hughes, Hughes, right, yeah, Hughes sums of money can can make a difference. But he knows that Celtic in a very good position. They don't need to sell uh, anyone. So as I said, unless something sensational uh, comes in for him, then I, I expect him to be there uh, the, beyond the, the transfer window. Neil Lennon said it's the volume of goals that's pleasing him. Probably, Jim, if you think back to when he first came, people acknowledged he was a decent player, but maybe didn't expect him to be. Prolific. He got 22 in the league goal, the league goals last season. The top scorer in the Premiership. 28 in all competitions, and obviously he's up to three after one afternoon. Um, so he, he's got that sort of, you know, poachers finish thing about his game today as well. Yeah, they get the, the goals today well. I mean, they were you know being in the right place at the right time, been between the sticks, as I say, and and that's that's something he, he he still had to add to his game because even though he was a fantastic player, you can always improve. And if he could get and sniff a few scruffy goals, that can add to his tally again and amongst the rest of his quality. But you know, again, he's 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 got he's got an all an all round game in the modern day game. You know, he's 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 you know he's, he's a perfect striker because he can play up top, he can play with a partner. Uh, you know, he gives defenders different types of problems. Neil Lennon he normally scores different types of goals. He's, he's, he's just an, an all-round top-class player. And uh, as I said, you know, the, 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 there's no way. I mean, listen, you've got to remember, uh, God, when he came to Celtic first, he was only a kid. I mean, he's still a young young striker, but he, he was literally only a kid. He had Dembele in front of him. He was learning his trade. It was a huge investment to pay £9 million um, for, for a boy with real potential. But he's, he's justified that completely now, and he looks like an absolute snip. So there we have it The game is done and dusted at Celtic Park Full-time Celtic 5 Hamilton 1 We had some big results yesterday Rangers going to Pataudry Coming back down the road with all three points Hibs and St Mirren uh, Getting victories as well A share of the spoils Between Dundee United and St Johnson Just one more game to go It comes in Dingwall tomorrow One more game of the opening weekend Sees Ross County host Motherwell Other than that Hugh Keevans What have we learned We've been starved of any football whatsoever It's not quite back It's not quite football as we know it But it's something And uh, it's been an interesting weekend Rangers ended the last season Second place because they scored 25 goals Fewer than Celtic They are in second place behind Celtic At the first day of the new season Because they scored one goal At Aberdeen and Celtic scored five is there a pattern there? And will that pattern take Celtic to 10? Time will tell. It's going to be a long old season. It's going to be a fantastic season. So make sure you stay tuned. We are back tomorrow night looking for all your reaction to the weekend's talking points. Six o'clock with Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray. In the meantime, just stay right there. Greggs is up next. He's got the throwback show for you. <laughs>